Resonant Truth presents Natural Time, Mayan Astrology for a Modern Age. I'm Lisa Starr. I was raised in the faith of the Mayan sacred calendars. These ancient cycles have been resurrected for a modern audience and called Natural Time, in part because our year of uneven month lengths is, by comparison, really unnatural. I am not here to lead any kind of revolt against the Gregorian calendar, but I do want to bring the Mayan alternative to light and want you to know about Mayan astrology, where the passage of time and your birthday within it has deep mystical and magical significance according to indigenous spirituality. I am passionate, I am transparent, and I am emotionally available, if not volatile. And that's because I'm a blue overtone storm. You can find out what you are at Resonant Truth. Today on the Zolkin Count is called White Spectral Dog, and it is the 11th day of the Yellow Sun Wave Spell. And it is the 11th day of the Cosmic Moon. I love the Cosmic Moon. Damn, I love the Cosmic Moon. There's definitely been some enduring and transcending and that means like I freaked out and cried because I got bad news and then like it transcended it pretty quickly and that is such a relief when pockets of pain are transcended pretty instantaneously which is part of the cosmic tones wonder If you start to accumulate kind of crunchy, uncomfortable, foreboding feelings, I think it has to do with the year to come. Because that is sort of what I always say about the cosmic day when we're dealing with 13-day wave spells, that you're going to feel a lot of euphoria about things that were very difficult only 13 days prior. At the beginning of the wave spell, there were things that were challenging and difficult that have been resolved, overcome by the end. And you can look back reflectively and go, well, shoot, that was appearing in my life as a challenge, as an obstacle. And I am free from that now. But at the same time, the cosmic tone or the cosmic day in these shorter wave spells is the link to the next wave spell that is building, you know, deep in your psyche. And we use the ocean metaphor deep under the surface of the ocean. And so you'll feel on the cosmic day kind of what is going to be challenging and uh, demanding of us in the wave spell to come. And sometimes you can kind of pin it even on the the tribe the wave spell represents. So like if I were to flash forward a couple of days to our cosmic, yellow cosmic human, which finishes the yellow cosmic sun, I mean the yellow sun wave spell, then that yellow cosmic sun, okay, let's try to get the lingo here. The yellow cosmic human day that finishes the yellow sun wave spell is Saturday. And on that day, you might feel that things about enlightenment, uh, things about, I don't know, the element fire could be heat in your life. Like 
you had some kind of revelation around those so-called issues. And I'll give some examples of my own. But on that yellow cosmic human day, you start to feel Red Skywalker, the wave spell, with its shadow, its shadow energy pushing in on you. And I'm actually going to like paint this picture fully because I think I'm right. <laughs> I think this is what it's going to be like. My yellow sun wave spell has been great. It's my analog. It's my support tribe. It's my support wave spell. I get 13 days of support. I feel really supported right now. I have made some decisions that are about my health and my addictions that I felt like I was able to make because I was really brought to this place of being held by light, light as in the sun itself, you know, penetrating my dark veil and moods that I kind of just like got that pulse of um, bright uh, inspirational light from the source that just reminded me of who I am under some of my super hyper compulsions that have been in place for the entire time I've been working on my house. So I've been working on it for, you know, I have to use months, <laughs> but it's been 19 months and uh, I'm going to be done. I'm going to be done soon. I'm going to be done essentially this particular Mayan year. And so I feel with all this light shining through this wave spell that I was able to abandon some of my funk and foreboding that has been in the mix of my rebuilding project because I've been so exhausted and it has been so endless. And it isn't endless anymore. I see the end and I'm excited about the end and I'm excited about what I've done, but I'm mostly excited to not be exhausted all the time and that feels like the light returning like light not heavy but it's also light not dark so that's a yellow sun working specifically for me in my analog time but also it's about enlightenment for all of us and I have just been so um I guess kind of bestial or feral in survival through the course of this physical labor, there's been no way, no access point for me to be like, you know, there's a higher power and there are forces like angels and they carry us when our spirits are low. I was just all in uh, I don't know what that is. I don't think about it. I just know that I have to get all of this done and I got to get it done today and then I have to get it done tomorrow and the day after and the day after and I do not want to hear it. I don't want to stop and pause and meditate and breathe and, you know, all these things that are so good for me. Self-care. No. Fuck it. This is just like an endurance ta task and I have to get it done. And when it's done, I'll be enlightened, not because of what I've done, but because then there'll be time to seek enlightenment again. So the yellow sun wave spell came and it's coinciding with enough relief for me or resolution that I could make a decision to be like, you know what, I think I wanna be more enlightened than I've been. And I wonder if you have that.
Because if you look at the newspaper, because I still do compulsively, there's nothing positive happening. And someone will be like, well, what about, and I'm like, I don't see it. It's painful to go through the front page of a national newspaper of repute and just see these bullet points of really bad news, as it were. And uh, I mean, I have been in that cycle of noticing really appalling things for a while, but right now I just, I can't, I can't stomach it. I can't, I can't endure it. So enlightenment is actually a way of switching humanity off and just saying, well, I'm going to have to look at the light because I can't look at what is down here where we create shadows. So again, some of these things are like wave spell moments, like you go through the wave spell and then you don't have that particular thought anymore, you know, but I'm so relieved to see any semblance of my old faith, my old um, spiritual detachment, which for me means like getting to uh, a feeling state inside that's connected to something so much bigger than me, for sure, and then bigger than everything. And a lot of the cacophony of the human dilemma and condition, you know, recedes. And I just feel that right now. And that's, I think, very yellow sun. The, uh, it's kind of the yellow sun cosmic combo, though. Again, because cosmic, I love this time of year. It just sort of like a knock on wood thing when it comes around to the cosmic moon because I remember the last two years, if not three, where I'm like, wait, this cosmic feeling is so good. So good. It may be that because our lives in humanity are so arduous, I feel that is reflected in all the people I know that it's very difficult just to be, um, you know, because we encounter problems and dilemmas that are serious and demanding routinely now. And so to have any moment of transcendence is sort of punctuated, like what? And, you know, I've had I mean, I just hate to say it, but I have some really challenging things happening. So all I've been telling myself in this wave spell of enlightenment or this time of connecting to the cosmos is, you know what? I think this is the new normal. I don't think there's a resting, like a rest area on the journey, really. I think it's just going to be a grind in so many ways. And maybe because we've had it really easy, um, I don't know if that's factually true, but maybe it's felt easier because of technology and because we've been moving so fast thanks to technology that maybe we felt like we were flying and maybe we're crashing. Um, so just the lay of the land, I said that yellow cosmic human will complete this yellow sun time and that's kind of poetic right like it's a cosmic day and a cosmic moon i'm talking about the saturday to come and it is this picture of you know the yellow sun baseball plays out and at the end we get a cosmic human and i think that sort of says it all lyrically like okay 
Yellow Magnetic Sun begins this 13-day odyssey into the exploration of the source of life, the giver of light, and maybe the one God for the Maya, because they did have one God. They called it Hunabku. And so we have this brush with that resonance for 13 days. And at the end, we're, we become, you know, really expansive humans, humans that are one with the cosmos. We're cosmic humans. And that is imminent. That's coming right up. So it's a cosmic day and a cosmic moon. You know how I feel about this cosmic time. So check it out. And... Um, yeah, we have lots of other things to talk about, or we have time to talk about lots of other things. So what's coming up is the Red Skywalker wave spell. And what I was saying about the Yellow Cosmic Human Day, that even though it is sort of like, wow, it's a, you know, when the yellow human becomes infused with the rays of the sun inside, and, uh, you know, all the delight around that, both happy feelings and high vibration, that is how we synthesize or feel this moment of the gift of yellow sun played out past the obstacles and challenge that every wave spell brings. But we could feel on the cosmic day, yellow cosmic human, like the itchy, scratchy part of of Red Skywalker and how it affects yellow human or us as humans uh, as we enter it. Red Skywalker for me is just a really clear shorthand time for us moderns who are not ancient Maya to deal with addiction issues. It is about plant spirit medicine, meaning the natural sources um, I guess, in a shamanic landscape that allow us to be in an altered state tripping, you know, and that that was really super spiritual and ceremonial long ago. And it still can be and still is at times, but we have so much ready access to the things that get us high, like a skywalker, right? Walking in the sky that um, I'm including myself here. Uh, we kind of opt for that in, an, in a recreational way instead of an exclusively ceremonial whim. Now, my daughter just wants to, to shoot me with a BB gun when I talk about my um, coffee addiction, but I'm a hypersensitive empath and my physical body cannot take stimulants without really responding. And I have been um, drinking coffee every day for the first time in my life through this building project I've done. So I've had quite a ride into like the bowels of um chemical addiction. I also smoke cigarettes sometimes, which is really gross. And the first time in my life that I've done that, although it's been longer than the last um, couple of years. And, you know, it's not that much. But nonetheless, these are two things that other people can just call like sort of habitual um, bad habits or normal habits. And for me, they're like these deep dives. Um, spirals downward into chemical addiction. Um, 
And I have a whole history of being eating disordered. I mean, not exactly an eating disorder now, but like I did have one when I was young and I have had an eating disorder history since I was about four years old. So it's been 50 years. So that's a whole other thing is that sugar in children can be the Skywalker gateway as well. And think about it, like think about a kid and the rush they get when they eat sugar. I mean, we can all get that as adults, uh, but just like how giddy and exhilarated. I mean, it's a child version of being one with God on ecstasy, in ecstasy. And then there's the crash, right? So, and the tantrums. <laughs> and, and then, you know, for me, like, well, I need more. I need more. And... um so Red Skywalker, you know, you just get to witness it. What I always say, you know, when I'm preaching is that you don't have to take anything in the Red Skywalker time to get the Red Skywalker experience. But you might find yourself having appetites to climb out of your body through inebriance. And that's really normal. But I think for a lot of us, if we have a habit pattern already in place for doing that kind of escaping, we're going to have to face some of the shadow energy of our escape functions, our escape tendencies in addictive form. So that's the other part of being yellow human, right? Yellow human becomes the bridge in this next couple of days for the yellow sun wave spell and the red skywalker wave spell. It's the last day of the yellow sun wave spell leading us into red skywalker, the eve of red skywalker. And it just situates us perfectly in the push pull that it is to be human, which is like, I want to, I want to be in the light. I want to feel the light. I want to be unburdened and I can do that through a connection that feels really clear and pure to source. And I can also do it when I like take this plant medicine. And so we get back-to-back wave spells where we're going to be out in space during the cosmic moon is perfect. You know, yellow sun and red skywalker are the two wave spells that are predominant and almost exclusively those two in this 28-day final moon of the year, the cosmic moon. And they are both cosmic tribes. You know, when we're one with the cosmos, we're one with the sun and we walk in the sky. So enjoy it. I'm just like, fuck yeah, just get it on. This is like great, great, powerful medicine. Uh, many of the tribes have powerful medicine, but like, I feel like these are really classic, ancient perspectives that those of us who are hippies or new agey or whatever, you know, really chase this avenue. I've never done ayahuasca. I don't, I never will, but like that is a high trend version of chasing the plant spirit medicine, um, avenue into higher consciousness so red skywalker is just like exactly that and you know when i was growing up in the 70s and the people around me were really into marijuana that was the red skywalker portal for that era um 
And I don't know about things that are chemically created. I mean, is everything nature? But like, I don't know about MDMA and, and ecstasy and things that come from a lab. I don't know, but you might, and you can explore it in the Red Skywalker wave spell. Okay, I have a lot of time, so I'm going to just riff a bit. Um, today is White Spectral Dog. It's the end of the day. I always do this at the end of the day because I procrastinate, and even though I always enjoy doing this, it's just part of my way. I have a lot of demands on my time and my energy and my body, and so I tend to kind of just like always have a carrot out there, and I always take a long time to get to the carrot because I'd rather eat the cupcake right that's the metaphor but here on this white spectral dog day I just was reminded that one of the things that doesn't function super well in the yellow sun time is romantic love or like the kind of love that gets your heart really hot between you and another animal and I like have a crush on someone right now but it, it went away really in the yellow sun time, like I couldn't, I discovered it in the yellow sun time. It was part of my enlightenment, this particular person. But then, um, like it didn't really take root. You know, I couldn't find the path. I let it go, actually. I actually quit it, meaning like I went, oh, this, that's not realistic. That's not going to happen. And then in White Spectral Dog, like I'm talking about it because it's totally happening in my body heart right now and I think of um, connective like those true loves meaning love that's going to last for a bit or has karmic importance mutual love as being really white dog and creating this vibration in our heart chakra and heat maybe in our heart organ that is essentially just a cord, you know, an invisible energy line of love between you and someone else, between me and someone else. And I have that going on on this white spectral dog day. So the spectral day of liberating us, surrendering, release, um, like the love is just flooded in. And I'm excited I'm talking about it because I just totally let it go and this, you know, I had my whole enlightenment experience of yellow sun was like, I feel, oh, you know, you get this like idea in your head, not like a thought, but like a realization, like, oh, oh, this one. And then I'm all, well, let's go fishing because <laughs> um, it's the only one way to find out. And then I feel like, oh, I was wrong. And that's okay got plenty to do and then you know I got that feedback today like no I wasn't wrong it's just hasn't been the time it's been the time for me and maybe him and maybe you to not look for like the close tight mutuality with someone else but to make sure I'm fired up in my relationship to divinity God you know God is the sun in this situation and I think in all situations in some basic terms for me so that's one thing that feels great and the other thing is that um, as this year recedes and the new one is coming I can't create an intention for that year I can't do it I don't believe in that 
I actually can consider it sacrilegious to start the Mayan New Year by making resolutions because it's bringing the Gregorian garbage over into something that isn't Gregorian. The Gregorian calendar is artificial and the um, 13 moon calendar and Mayan year is, is organic and natural. That's why we call it natural time. I think it's perfectly fine I believe for myself and others, it's perfectly fine to have intentions in the Gregorian New Year because that's, you know, why not? That's what we do with the Gregorian New Year. Uh, but in the Mayan, you can only just be aware. Like that's what I've learned and that's what I believe. And I kind of have that position like, don't do it. Meaning, don't say, well, okay, when the year begins, I'm going to do this and this. I think you can have intuition and suspicions. And the cosmic moon, as I have said many times this podcast, the cosmic moon can show us reflectively back over the year and how we've triumphed or we've gotten through it. (laughs) And we've endured it. We've transcended it. But it can also, because, you know, it's 28 days that connects us to the new year, we can also get a sense of what's coming. So I don't know if this man is coming into my life or not, but uh, I notice him. And then I notice that I might be finishing here so I can think about things that I want to do after. And one of the things I need to do in the new year is to get my trip with resonant truth together because it's kind of been on hold for a while and I can feel that I feel enthusiasm for that or um, purpose because you know I'm trying to get away from things like intention because it's very egotistical spirituality but purpose is like what do we feel we're being directed to do And we can deepen our connection to the universe and ourselves to understand what the communication is for us to do as an action with our lives. But I think it's so much more about listening than listing. You know what I mean? Instead of saying, this is what I need to do and the universe should support me. I want the universe to support me in this intention. It's what is the universe showing me that I can do that supports the world and ourselves in the world, you know? Like, what can I do to be supportive? Uh, and then you will you will find that because it was given to you uh, as a guidance from some divine source that it's already fueled and energized and supported by that entity. Um, I also don't know, this is so far in the future, but I I don't know that I'll be continuing to podcast for the entirety of next year, meaning I'm going to still be podcasting until I don't, but I actually see something on the horizon that might make it really difficult to stay connected this way. Um, And I, I want to put that out there now because I have taken like a couple of year breaks in the past and uh, I'm going to be here until I can't, but then I'm, I might change, you know, I'm going to try to uh, rev up and get my um, 
resonant truth world with its offerings kind of situated. And then I might only be available for readings for a while. Um, I, again, I feel like I'm broadcasting that way too soon because I'm talking about moons and moons from now, but it's just part of what I'm seeing coming in for the year to come is some other offerings for me that are time consuming. So all of that um, is to remind you to, to look at things similarly. Uh, take notice of, you know, it's a new year in a couple of weeks and that new year comes forcefully magnetic moon of purpose in a new year is you know like going from this chill vibe right now where things are mellow cosmic man laid back adrift still to like forces of initiative taking initiative being initiated again drawing our purpose to us you know being dumped with all this new karma and it i think it can make our hearts race like with like this flush of new information and pressures and again difficulties folded into our new year is a new set of challenges you know people like the onion skin analogy yeah here we are at the end of the year we got through a whole layer um, you know, tore band-aid off some part of our wounding and let it grow um, well. And now we got to go pull another band-aid off. <laughs> Is that like a really beautiful, poetic image for us in our um, indigenous spiritual walk? Hope so. So, um, yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back when the Red Skywalker wave is live. And I am Lisa Starr. I am another yourself. And in my end, we say, in La Cache. <laughs>